You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. and welcome to Hit the Books, the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view special. I am your host, the head writer of Monday Night Raw, Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, is the head writer of SmackDown Live, Mikey Manfredi. Everyone, welcome to Elimination Chamber. Mikey, welcome to Elimination Chamber. We're here on the road to WrestleMania. We say it every year, but I'm excited for the Chamber, baby. Yeah, the Chamber's one of my favorite pay-per-views of all time. I'm so excited to get get this underway. Uh, the Chamber is such like a cool switch up of like of like all the the, like, the cages in WWE. Uh, I I love the Chamber. Like I said, one of my favorites, and I'm so excited to get uh, uh I guess more officially on the road to WrestleMania. Yes, more officially on the road to WrestleMania. Uh, one of the I believe we said in the past it's an off ramp. Uh, it's a it's a pit stop yeah it's a pit stop definitely but yeah uh we got a full card ahead of you folks if you've not listened to the weekly show every friday of hit the books um then uh you've not heard our entire build to this pay-per-view special of elimination chamber so definitely pause this go listen back to hit the books uh, and come back and we'll be here waiting for you okay you're back i'm glad you heard all of it uh i'm glad you heard all of it uh, but we're here, ready to book Elimination Chamber. Mikey, we got a full eight-match card here tonight. Uh, oh, yeah. Very excited about it. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of crazy matches on here, gotta be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a wild ride we have uh, going today. I'm super excited for this one. We have some big, some big, uh, big-time matches that have had a lot of build, and I'm uh, super stoked to get to get into them. Yes, yes, and we'll see all the results as they play out. But let's talk about the card that we have written down here, Mikey. Um, starting off with the pre-show match, which is going to be the Raw Tag Team Champions, LLC, Bobby Lashley, and Cesaro, defending their titles against Ali and Alexander. Oh, yeah, big, good, good start. Good, good pre-show match. Good start. I'm excited for this one. Uh, I can't wait to see if Ali and Alexander uh, take it home here. Match number one, we have Morrison Andrade defending their SmackDown Tag Team titles in the chamber against oh, yeah. the teams of The New Day, Undisputed Era, AJ Styles and Finn Balor, Street Profits, and The Usos. Yes, big Elimination Chamber match there. After that, we got Lindsay Dorado with Heavy Machinery uh, versus Tommaso Ciampa with One Nation for the United States Championship. Yes, definitely like a sort of a blood feud match there in a oh, weird way. yes, for sure. Weird way to see Lince Dorado in a blood feud with Tommaso Ciampa, only in our <laughs> universe, folks. Uh, moving right along, speaking of things only in our universe, a casket match with oh, yeah. Braun Strowman versus Karrion Cross. Yeah, these two are going to kill each other. Uh, after that, we got Shayna that, Baszler Mikey, that's what the casket's for the for. Raw Women's Championship. <laughs> that's what the casket's for, Mikey. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> you were, Sorry, you were saying what was the next match? Uh, Shayna Baszler versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. 
Yes, yes, yes. After that, we have, for the WWE Championship, uh, Keith Lee defending his title against Randy Orton with special guest referee Christian. Very excited for this one. Mm-hmm. Very excited for special guest referee Christian. After that, we have the Women's Elimination Chamber, which is for the number one contendership for Shane, for Shayna Baszler or Asuka's uh, uh, Raw Women's Championship after this night, and it's Rhea Ripley versus Liv Morgan, uh, Ruby Riot, Peyton Royce, Candice LeRae, and Bayley. Yes, yes, yes. And that is it for our card. Uh, we do have one bonus match here uh, that is an unsanctioned match. That it happens yes. to be for the sanctioned Universal title. Uh, it's going to be Sami Zayn versus The Fiend. Yeah, yeah. The lights are going to go out. The ref's going to be in a black polo shirt. It's <laughs> <laughs> not, not an official match on, in the WWE roster. So if I was uploading or updating the wiki, uh, so it's an unsanctioned match, but who... So would if... Let's say the fiend wins. Does that mean that he is un—he is not actually the universal title, even though he will? Sami Zayn will say that he is the winner. Like, what? What is that? That the title switch change is sanctioned? Uh, how the hell uh, that? Yes, work? the ti- So the title change is sanctioned. The match is not. Okay. Okay. That uh, that puts it all together. Maybe for me. Um, the, yes. Basically, the the the, con- the 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 behind the behind the scenes contract they signed was basically like. Yes, this is for the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if Sami Zayn wins, he retains. If the Fiend wins, he gets the title. But mm-hmm. we are also not liable for anything you do to do you two do to each other. Yes, it's more of a a, a liability waiver <laughs> than yeah. anything else. This matches <laughs> exactly. Um, oh my god! But you can't sue us if you get hurt. Why? If Sami Zayn, a fool, signing a liability waiver against the against Fiend. the Fiend, <laughs> the Fiend also signing the liability waiver. <laughs> sure thing. Yep. It's going to be very, very interesting. Bray Wyatt, he puts a heart over one of his letters in his name, even though none of his letters in the name have, like, an I <laughs> or anything they could do that with. Oh, there's man. no, there's no like, good spot to put one. No, he just puts he just puts them over all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yes, we are here to book the Elimination Chamber. We've presented the card to you folks at home. Uh, and if you've never heard of the show, like I said, uh, subscribe to anywhere you go podcast the Apple podcast app Spotify Google Play you can also follow us on Twitter at CountoutPod at CountoutPod that's the network that hosts us uh, and they tweet out all this stuff in regards to this show along with all the other shows in the network so definitely go check that out you can also read the entire backlog back history of every single match that we've had um, written for this show two years of matches uh, over on CountoutPod.com but Mikey with all of that out of the way Let's get to Elimination Chamber. Yes, let's get right into this card. Yes, right into it. We'll start off the show, like we said, with the pre-show. Um, while, while uh, was it Charlie? Is Charlie Caruso handing it? Or I think it's Kayla Braxton. While Kayla Braxton... Wait, no, is it Charlie? Who does the pre-show? I have no idea. Nonetheless, we're going to have JBL, Jerry the King Lawler, Booker T, and the other one. That's either Kayla or Charlie. <laughs> I legit can't. I think it's Charlie Caruso. Uh, and they're going to be doing there. There's going to be a moment where R Truth comes out and then he's going to lose the 24 7 title. Um, he's going to think that um, for some reason this Elimination Chamber has something to do with Valentine's Day, maybe. Um, <laughs> he thinks it's Valentine's Day, but that was last week. So that's the joke with R Truth. But that's actually, the technically. Joke. We're recording. Listen, we're recording, we're recording on Valentine's Day. R Truth knows this because he has this weird, like, Deadpool meta 
like yeah. vision. I never thought about our truth as the Deadpool of the WWE universe, but honestly, that is plausible. Um, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I believe our truth is injured actually in this universe. Now that I think about it. How did that happen? Oh, they probably broke his arm, huh? Yeah, I, if I remember correctly... One probably broke his arm. How How is anybody injured these days? I think if I remember correctly, it was one nation... Tommaso Ciampa did break... I guess unless you're a two of us. R-Truth's our, our arm. Oh, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ciampa breaks Truth's arms. Yeah, Royal Rumble. So technically, so maybe he walks out and he has a sling on, and maybe that's what happens. Uh, but I was just like, I think he actually is injured in this universe. But yeah, that's fine. Oh, I do have him coming back. Uh, okay. But nonetheless, we have the pre-show match uh, that gets put on as the, for the Raw Tag Team Championships. It's the LLC, Bobby Lashley and Cesaro, taking on Ali and Alexander. Uh, Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali uh, beat uh, LLC in a non-title match. Uh, MVP tried to buy them out of this match. Ali and Alexander refused. Uh, and that is all the build we got to this match, Mikey. Uh, all right, easy peasy. Easy peasy, and the result is easy peasy. It's going to be LLC retained uh, the Raw Tag yeah. Team Championships. Fair uh, I, I maybe had a feeling Ali and Alexander might get it done, but uh, with with them being with Ali and Alexander being the last minute challengers, it kind of made sense for LLC to retain here. Yeah, I, you know, one can make an argument. It's like, hey, give the titles to a new team, and you know, just build your stories out from there and go from there. But at the same breath, it's sort of like. Look, folks. If you're long, if you're a listener of the show, you know that this is not the match that I currently had planned. Uh, it was not <laughs> supposed to be Ali and Alexander. It was supposed to be Reed and Ruas. I don't yep. know if Reed and Ruas would have won here either. I think my intention was always to have LLC win and retain here, but mm-hmm. uh, it was supposed to be Reed and Ruas on the main card too. Um, but alas, that did not happen. So I had to do something real quick. Ali and Alexander. I like the build to the match. I think I like the idea of MVP trying to buy them out from the match. Um, yeah. But ultimately, yeah, you know, LLC get the win. Yep. Yep. Understandable. Uh, they're they're a, a very a very good team dynamic there. So it's a, it's a, it makes sense that they are still the champions. Exactly right. Um. So there we go. LLC pick up the victory. Moving right along, Mackie, oh. we got the first match on the main card: Elimination Chamber time. Yes, we got it. We got an elimination chamber match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Uh, like we said before, Morrison and Andrade taking on Styles and Balor, the New Day, Undisputed Era, Street Profits, and the Usos. Uh, and in this one, uh, do we want to do the old? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know the order everyone's coming out here. Is the thing you don't know the order? You didn't. You didn't write it. You have an order picked out for yourself. Mm, I think. <sighs> well, who's who's starting out? Who's starting out? I think it's going to be the Street Profits and the New Day starting out, kicking us off. Ooh, very nice start. Yeah, Street Profits and New Day are going to kick us off. Let me know when someone else is coming out. All right, somebody else is coming out. (laughs) Got to get the countdown in there. (laughs) The awkward cutoff of that audio clip gets me every time. (laughs) Uh, next, the next team coming out is Styles and Balor. Styles and Balor. So we got a, we got three way Styles, Balor, New Day. Who I should ask? Who of the New Days in this match? Uh, it is going to be Kofi and Biggie. This is the last. This is the only team combination I haven't done in the past three weeks. Okay, copy that. Kofi I did Xavier and... Biggie. I did Kofi Xavier, and now I'm doing Kofi Biggie. 
Kofi and Big E are in here with the Street Profits, with Styles and Balor. Styles and Balor and New Day teamed up last Friday. Street Profits. I think everyone except for... Uh, well, I guess depending on the combination of Undisputed Era. Uh, I think everyone in here except for Styles and Balor have been former SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Yes, that is true. Yeah. Uh, everyone is either currently the SmackDown Tag Team Champion or former Tag Team Champions, yes. Okay. Street Profits had definitely had it. The Usos definitely had it. Undisputed Era definitely had it. The New Day definitely had it at one point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it's it's a, a match full of former champions except for one team who was the underdogs here. Who who are former former world champions. So former maybe former world champions, yeah. Maybe Matt, saying Styles and Balor are the underdogs is kind of a wild thing to say. Yeah. Um okay. Got another competitor or anyone getting eliminated? Uh no one getting eliminated yet. Next team up. I, I got a new soundboard, Mikey. How much do you <laughs> love this? We got we got twelve of these. <laughs> We got 12 After of these that, countdowns. Undisputed Eric coming out, and this time it's going to be the classic combination of O'Reilly and Fish. Okay, O'Reilly and Fish coming out here. The the, the ones that are the former, the, the pairing mm-hmm. that the is ones the that other. are the former champions. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. O'Reilly and Fish, four mm-hmm. teams here. Oh boy. Yes. Um, and before the next team comes out, we are going to have an elimination. Okay. And it's going to be. Undisputed Era is going to take out the New Day. Undisputed Era eliminate the New Day. Nice mm-hmm. job on them. Not can't say I'm happy about it. No, but you know, listen, Ryan. There's a lot of big names here. It's gonna some eliminations are just gonna suck. <laughs> some eliminations are just gonna hurt. No, I mean, I guess that's I guess that's fair. Uh, so now the teams in the ring are Undisputed Era, Street Profits, and Styles and Balor. I'm looking up the championship history of the SmackDown Tag Team titles. I'm just sort of perusing to see what we got here. Fair enough. Uh, while you do that, you want to play the sound effect for the next entrance? It is the Usos. Ooh, down with the former champions, Usos, mm-hmm. uh, who lost the titles by losing them to Morris and Andrade themselves. New Day are gone, so currently we have Styles and Balor, Undisputed Era, Street Profits, and the Usos. Uh, mm-hmm. Champions coming in last, Mikey. Yeah, yep, that was the... Uh, yeah, champions getting lucky here, getting coming in last on the uh, old random pingy light thing <laughs> they do for Elimination Chamber. Um, and before the Tag Team Champions come out, there is another elimination. The Usos are going to eliminate the Street Profits. Oh, interesting. Speaking of the Street Profits, a little correction here. They are they have never been the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. I swear they have been. According to this, no. They have never been the Tag Team Champions. That's crazy. I feel like they definitely have been at one point too. That's insane. Yeah. How has uh, that not happened? No way. I don't believe I don't believe you. You're a liar, sir. <laughs> you calling my you calling this this archive a liar? You're a liar. Um, I feel like it definitely happened. That's so weird. Since SummerSlam 2018, the New Day have held the titles twice. Um, Undisputed Era have held the titles once. Morris Andrade, current champions. Usos have held the titles once. Um, and Street Profits never. Um, what the heck? Why do I feel like I remember them holding gold? I think they feuded with Heavy Machinery for a bit and and also One Nation, but no, I don't think they ever had it. Um, weird. Yeah, very weird. 
Um, a lot of different teams have held the SmackDown Tag Team titles. And a lot of different teams have held the Raw Tag Team titles. <laughs> <laughs> the Tag Team titles are, are bouncing around like crazy on these brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, okay. Keeping it interesting. So okay. now the only so now the teams left are the Usos, Undisputed Era, Styles and Balor, and Morrison Andrade, who have yet to enter this match. Which I wonder who is it going to be? Who's it going to be? Michael Cole. There's only one team left: the champions. It's, it's Morrison and Andrade, the tag team champions, coming out last. Uh, they're they are going to come out hot and heavy, and they're going to eliminate Undisputed Era. Ooh, big elimination there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big elimination chamber there. Uh, Morrison, Gerardi, Styles, and Balor, New Day, and the Usos are left. Yes. Uh, so three teams standing. Uh, then Morrison and Andrade are going to continue with their, their tag team dominance, and they're going to take out the Usos. Ooh, Usos, uh, Undisputed Era former champions, lost to the Usos. Usos lost to Morrison Andrade. Morrison Andrade has eliminated Era and the Us boys. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So the last two teams standing here are Morrison Andrade and Styles and Balor, uh, the, the the phenomenal ones. <laughs> yes, yes, the phenomenal the, the, ones. The, the, the two sweet. Mm-hmm. The TWO suite. TWO suite, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the TWO instead of the NWO. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, what a lazy name for that. That's like an indie shitty, shitty indie tag team name is the uh, TWO. You can't, you, can't, you can't say Bullet Club. Uh, the Nerf Dart Club. <laughs> <laughs> the Paintball Club. Um, and New Day. New Day as well. And New... No, New Day got eliminated in the beginning. New, I thought the Street Profits got eliminated. No, New Day got eliminated first. Oh, oh, well then. I thought okay. Either way, then the final and either way, final two are Styles and Balor, Morrison yes. Andrade. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. So in the end, it comes down to these two teams, and the winners retaining their championships, oh. Morrison and Andrade. I'm like in a weird way upset by it, but also happy because I like the team of Morrison Andrade because. A little bias. I was the one that originally created them. Um, yes. Even though you quick, quickly took them right after that. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I like that. I like Morrison Andrade retaining, even though they got the advantage of being the last team in there. Um, mm. I like the idea that they were able to retain here. Uh, they were the last team in there, but they only they also eliminated three teams. Yeah, no, and that's a great point, is that they eliminated half the competition. So yeah. it's not like they aren't good at what they're doing. Uh, maybe they mm-hmm. they still had the advantage because um, all the other teams are more tired and whatnot. But you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah, I like it. Morrison so Andrade retaining. So that that is our opener uh, elimination chamber match. Morrison Andrade ends up retaining their titles. Here. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, why did you go? Why did you decide with retaining the titles and keeping the titles on Morrison Andrade? Uh, because I I realized that I didn't like how short the Usos reign was. Mm-hmm. Um, when they won it at TLC and then lost it at the next pay per view, uh, I wanted to put. I definitely wanted to keep the, the. I definitely wanted to put the crown on Morrison and Andrade here. That was the the goal. Um, and now that they have it, uh, I want them to to keep it and be and be a threat. And um, to be completely honest with you, this is all. This is just another stepping stone towards the big WrestleMania build. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think I think building on Morrison and Andrade, making them a real threat here. Uh, watching them eliminate three teams and retain their titles in the elimination chamber is a good is a uh, another good another good way to make them a real big threat 
and uh, make and get get a get a tag team on them, you know, like because th- they can come out of this with lots of feuds. You know, they eliminated three teams out of this, so there's a lot of options here going into WrestleMania. And I want Morrison and Andrade to have an awesome match at WrestleMania, and I know they will. So I, I, this, this was more this was more thinking long term. Here was the elimination chamber. Yeah, it, it is one of the. It's uh, putting them ha- le- allowing Morrison and Andrade to have another notch in their belt. Exactly. Um, yes, Undisputed Era won the titles in August of twenty, August twenty third of twenty twenty. Lost them to the Usos December twentieth. Usos had the titles for like a month and a week. Lost them to Morrison Andrade January thirty first. Literally, like one pay per view cycle is what they had. They had how long they had it. And so basically, what you're saying is because the Usos title reign was so short, you don't want to have Morrison Andrade have another short reign. Hmm. Which makes sense. Yes. I mean, I think I think that makes sense. You know, I I'm not upset by that or whatsoever. Hmm. Hmm. Um, okay, then let's move right along into the next matchup. Uh, Lince Dorado with Heavy Machinery, Otis and Tucker in his corner are gonna have Tommaso Ciampa. Mikey really enjoying that that icy beverage. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> doing it directly in the microphone, my dude. I'm gonna get, like it's an episode of Bim Bam. I'm gonna call you out. Ooh, baby, listen to that ice. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Trip it and rip it, baby. <laughs> uh, for the United States Championship, Tommaso Ciampa defending his title um, against Lince Dorado. Uh, Paula Cruz and Kiritazawa are in Ciampa's corner, and Otis and Tucker are in Lince Dorado's corner. They're sort of there as a way to buffer the uh, one nationness of Paula Cruz. Yes, yes, the shenanigans. Shenani- <laughs> the shenanigans. Yes. That's just a female nanny, I guess. A shenanigan. <laughs> uh, that's a terrible joke. Um, but yes, uh, one-on-one match here. Uh, sort of feuding. Long-time blood feud, kind of. You know, Tommaso Ciampa, One Nation, basically broken the arms of Lindsay Dorado, Heavy Machinery. Uh, I got a whole... I, got, I can pull up a whole list here. They have broken the arms of Lindsay Dorado, Otis, Tucker, uh, Oni Lorcan, um... A bunch of some jobbers as well. Um, Alistair Black, our truth. Uh, broken a lot of arms here. Lindsay Dorado returns, eliminates Ciampa. Ciampa gets, gets upset by it. He tries to break Ciampa, uh, Dorado's arm once more. Otis and Tucker return. Uh, they have a huge, last fr- Monday had a huge no DQ six man tag match where Dorado and Otis and Tucker win when Dorado pins the champion, Tommaso Ciampa, leading us into this United States title match. But, Mikey, I think it won't be too surprising when I say that Tommaso Ciampa does retain his title against Lince Dorado. Yep, that makes sense. Uh, I kind of saw this coming, unfortunately, unfortunately for Lince, but uh, this seemed to be the result that was uh, that we were getting. I uh, can't wait to see what's next for these two. Yeah, uh, definitely, I would probably put this out there, definitely end of a feud kind of match. Um, you know, Lince Dorado and Heavy Machinery got their sort of comeuppance you know, last Monday here, they, they, uh, you know, Lindsay Dorado doesn't win the U.S. title because you freak. Come on, I'm not gonna put the U.S. title on Lindsay Dorado. Uh, <laughs> you can, I could, but mega when, push. When I have people like Tommaso Ciampa, Ricochet, Alistair Black, Chad Gable, uh, all sort of circling the title as well, it's sort of like, well, why would I, why would I have, I mean, Lindsay Dorado is not a bad choice, but come on, there's, I got other better options in terms of mid card title contenders, I believe. Uh, in my Fair roster, enough. uh, but I I think a solid you know giving Lindsay Dorado something to do that that was my goal when I wanted to do this, um, yeah, 
originally maybe would have been Grand Metalik, uh, <laughs> but you know that's fine. Um, but yeah, Tommaso Ciampa retains, and like I said, uh, like on that stepping stone, Tommaso Ciampa retains. Uh, he won titles fairly recently as well. He won it same thing as uh, the last team, the last uh, as the Usos, you or as Morrison Andrade won it January thirty first at the Royal Rumble. I'm not gonna have him lose the title uh, in basically a month and a half. Not even a month and a half, like four weeks, three weeks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's not going to lose the title this early, uh, especially against Let's League Dorado. Um, but yeah, building up to WrestleMania stuff um, down the line. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited to see where uh, One Nation and Tomas, uh, One Nation uh, go with with uh, uh, with WrestleMania coming up. I'm very big, excited to see what kind of feud they get into. Big overarching plans of One Nation. That's mm-hmm. much, That's what I'll say. I, I had a feeling you had you had big plans for them. I I have I have big plan I had big plans. I have big plans. I will have big plans set in motion. They're all and, my my big plans, Mikey, are already set in motion. I already have the Monday after WrestleMania in my mind. So in uh in this this is the comparison I'm gonna make. Imagine the gathering. There's uh like everybody has what a thing like their favorite card that they always put in a deck or that no matter what it's card they've always wanted to play with or put somewhere and it's called their pet card right like the uh the pet card is like a card you always want to do something with a card that you love to use and it's in like basically every all of your decks even if it doesn't make sense sometimes because you just love the card so much this is what i feel like like one nation is like your pet your pet 100 percent in in this one nation from the get-go from their inception was an idea I had of putting mm-hmm. Apollo Crews and Kira Tozawa and a team together. Yes. I, that, they're sort of like, wh- when we were booking SmackDown ourselves, that sort of like storyline that we had them going to is, I was kind of pushing that. I was like, I, I think, I think I, we, when we were doing that, we were having it split where I was booking tag teams and you were booking the women's division because we were like flipping mm-hmm. every pay-per-view cycle. I think that's in that section. I put One Nation together and set their storyline forward. You continued them over on SmackDown. But then I took them back over to Raw, and I was really mm-hmm. upset when you took them over to SmackDown because I basically like what I'm doing with them now is kind of what I wanted to do with them, and so mm-hmm. now I get my chance to do it. Uh, w- w- Tommaso Ciampa maybe was never part of the idea to begin with, obviously, uh, but he's here, and I'm going to use him, and I think he yeah. works very well in the One Nation stable. I think the the idea of Tommaso Ciampa works very well in the one in the One Nation stable. Whether or not they get more recruits or break more arms, that is up to the future. Yeah. But uh, you know, that's one nation, baby. I, I really, yeah. I really like them. I really like the what they stand for. I really like the idea of uh, wanting to. I feel like it's very old school that idea of wanting to literally eliminate the competition to be the only one standing. Yes, um, I think there's something to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like I said, it's your pet team. Like you always want to do something with them. They're always gonna have like like you're you're gonna put a lot of love into their storylines, and you you can tell that it's coming through. Oh yeah, because uh, because I feel like One Nation always there's always a plan for One Nation. You know, there's always a plan. Like, there is a plan for One Nation. Again, exactly. there's there's always a plan for One Nation, and it, and it makes sense with their team because I feel like they they also too always have a plan. The Monday after get, WrestleMania. The Monday after WrestleMania, I see it. I see it in front of me. Like, <laughs> it's there. I'm ready for it. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to see what happens. The plans there. are already in motion. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, next up, we have another match I'm very excited about. Yeah, me Braun, too. Braun Strowman taking on Karrion Cross in a casket match. Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Baby. this has been building for a while. Uh, this mm-hmm. has been building ever since Karrion Cross beat Braun Strowman in the uh, Survivor Series qualifying match. Uh, and they've only had one match in between there, like, after that. Uh, and the rest of the feud was basically through promos. But the one match they had after that ended in a draw when Braun Strowman uh, power-slammed Karrion Cross off of, a, off of the stage and took and, and brought himself with him because it's a running... You know how the running power-slam works. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, can you actually... Double, can you ex- and there was a double count-out. Can you explain uh, to me how the running power slam works a couple more times? Well, you see, Braun Strowman takes somebody on his shoulder, and then uh-huh. he runs forward, and he jumps, and he slams them. What's a shoulder? He's big. What? What's a shoulder? Well, a shoulder is something on your arm. Okay. Uh, it, it's like it's like the top of your arm, and it connects to your neck. <laughs> hmm. I'll, I'll Google this later, because I think this bit's <laughs> going a little long. But uh, <laughs> go continue. So this match has been building for a little while, uh, and it and it kind of came to a head in this casket match, uh, because I wanted, I, I had the idea of uh, Braun Strowman trying to send Carrying Cross as the building Carrying Cross as the devil, and Braun Strowman wanting to send the devil back to hell, and Carrying Cross wanting to uh, literally and metaphorically bury Braun Strowman. <laughs> Hey, uh, this isn't this isn't a buried alive match. You can't bury anyone. We're just putting him in a casket. We're just putting him in a box. Just it's think, the closest I can get. Just think of um, them. It's like a dumpster match, but with a casket. Yeah, it's the closest I could get to, to the symbolism of like burying. Anyway, so uh, this match uh, ends with Carrying Cross winning. Ooh, Carrying Cross slamming that casket down on Braun Strowman. Wow. Wow. And I really like doing it. Um, you know, we don't do it on the normal show. Uh, we've been doing it so far. But we don't just like, reveal, like, why we do what we do on the normal show every week. There's a lot of show to do, so we don't have really time with it. So mm-hmm. I like saving it for the pay-per-view to sort of give, like, those reimbursement stuff for you all at home. But Karrion mm-hmm. Cross, before the show started, we talked about it as, like, Braun Strowman... Getting the win here would be very nice, but does that hurt Carrying Cross? Carrying Cross getting the win over Strowman is also very good. You know, this whole thing I know has been sort of to try to uh not repurpose, but sort of revitalize Braun Strowman a little bit. Um mm. why go with Carrying Cross here? So I'm going with Carrying Cross here because I'm ready to move this feud on. Um, I I think Karrion Cross is ready to move on to other things. This Braun Strowman feud has been going on for months, like I said, since like before Survivor Series. That's uh, true. So it's been a while that uh, Cross and Strowman have been in this feud. I think it was time to put an end to it and move them possibly both on to other things. Uh, and I have big plans for Karrion Cross coming up in the future. So uh, I think this was the best way to end this. It puts it puts Karrion Cross over a little more. Really solidifies him as this like devil character. Mm-hmm. Um. And like this, the fact and like Scarlet, like trying to like rein him in, basically. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I figured Carrying Cross winning here was the best option. No, I agree. I agree. I think you know, making new stars, they have to be have they have to earn solid uh, moments, like you know, defeating people. And mm-hmm. one could argue whether or not even doing giving Braun Strowman this would even ultimately revitalize him enough, you know? 
Yeah, uh, I I gave, I tried to give Braun Strowman a new darker character, and I think that it came through even in the loss. I agree. I think this, I think this loss for Braun Strowman being buried in this casket could awaken and possibly like make make Braun Strowman spiral even more into this darkness that he's been experiencing mm-hmm. with this Karrion Cross feud. Um, to hopefully again twenty twenty one make Braun Strowman scary again. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's the goal here, and not make him a big a big joke anymore. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll get some threat back in Braun Strowman. That uh, that, that statement the, terrifies me because it's like, oh man, what? Hmm, how do we get Braun Strowman to spiral further into darkness? Hmm. Throw him in a casket. Throw him in a casket, and then what if who could who? What character on the show could potentially find said casket? <laughs> to really spiral him down. That's the uh you're you're drinking from a mug that said nope, so maybe I'm on the wrong wrong track here. Uh <laughs> but uh uh very intriguing for Braun Strowman here. I, I like it. Yes. I like where you're going here. Um yeah, like I said, I'm I'm enjoy- I'm enjoying it. Thank you, thank you. Uh I'm I'm very like I said, I'm very excited to wear this. Oh, I, I think I, you. I think you saying what you just said gave me more ideas for Braun Strowman than I had. Uh, mm-hmm. And looking looking at the rest of this card, I think I have an idea now of what I want to do with Strowman. Oh, beautiful! And I really, really like it. Beautiful. That's also the thing to, to counteract what even what I just pitched. The idea of like the, the fact that WrestleMania is coming around. And it's like, oh, do I have time to do more storylines? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I mean, I think I do because okay. we have we still have backlash and we have the build to backlash, a fast backlash, lane. and fast then lane. the build to mania, right? Uh, fast lane is the first one, and then, sorry, fast fast lane is what I meant, not backlash. And then we got WrestleMania, which again, uh, let me look it up. WrestleMania has eight uh, SmackDown backlash matches. is the first one after Mania. Yes, SmackDown has eight matches. Raw has nine, so you know, plenty of time to plenty of time and plenty of space on the card to play with. Exactly. Um, well, let's move right along into the next match, which is going to be Shayna Baszler defending her Raw Women's Championship against Asuka. Uh, mm-hmm. Asuka returning from sort of a hiatus. She came from SmackDown, came to Raw, but was on vacation for like a little bit. Um, you know, quote-unquote vacation. Um, she comes back, gets uh, some, picks up a lot of wins. Uh, picks up a lot of wins very quickly, rising up the ranks, uh, and gets this title match against Shayna Baszler. Very cool, very cool, very excited for this one. Oh uh, yeah, uh, this match uh, of all the recent Baszler Raw Women's Championship matches, this one's very much more back and forth. Um, but it is ultimately Baszler that gets the win when she ekes out a victory, rolling through the Oscar lock into a pinfall. Um, so very much an escape win for Shayna Baszler. Oscar definitely had her number here. Baszler gets the win. All right, all right. Uh, again, a little bit expected here. Uh, Baszler keeping this title. Uh, I'm very excited to see uh, where Baszler goes for wrestle again. Wrestle. I- I'm going to keep saying it. WrestleMania. Um, I'm I'm stoked to I'm stoked to see what who 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 comes up to challenge Baszler. Uh, come come WrestleMania times. Yeah, we have the Raw Women's Number One Contendership match for the Elimination Chamber match tonight as well. So we'll exactly, know, which is why I'm so excited. We'll know who's challenging Shayna Baszler later tonight. Two matches later, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do want to, Mikey, the, the the history of the Raw Women's Championship in our universe, it is 
prestigious, I would argue. It is a title mm-hmm. that is rarely changed. Uh, since SummerSlam 2018, there have been five champions. Yeah, it's it's definitely a title. It's been a title that if somebody gets it for a long time. 13, 14, 15. The SmackDown Tag Team Championships have had 15 title changes. Interesting. While the Raw... Three, has... three times as many. Yes. Uh, in, in a three-year period or so. Fun other fact about the Raw Women's Championship. The Raw Women's Champion has chained has changed hands every SummerSlam. Interesting. Another very interesting fact. Well, maybe not every SummerSlam, but at the very least, Ronda Rousey had it at SummerSlam 2018. Becky Lynch won it in our universe in 2019. Shayna Baszler won it in 2020. And has held it since. Yes. it is. It is the lineage is Rousey, Sasha Banks, Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Shayna Baszler. And one of, one of those is now the SmackDown Women's Champion. Correct, Amundo. Uh, so it is quite the lineage, quite the prestigious title here over on Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, very much enjoying that. Um, well, let's move it right along into the next match. It's going to be Keith Lee defending his WWE Championship, the title he has held since SummerSlam as well, on August 23rd of 2020, against Randy Orton, Special guest referee Christian. This match came about when Randy Orton, post-Royal Rumble, uh, Randy Orton attacked. He's been sort of feuding with Edge kind of recently. He attacked Edge post-Edge's Royal Rumble win, uh, giving him a, a nice nice concerto. Um, so a lot of blood feud there. Yes. Randy Orton saying that he wanted to... He was going to take what Edge has, so he has taken that, and he looks to take more of WWE Championship opportunities from Edge um, and, and Keith Lee. He sort of alludes to Keith Lee and Edge being... Uh, he, Orton sort of alludes to Keith Lee and Edge being shiny toys while the, the mainstays, the legends like Randy Orton should be getting more respect instead of these new flash-in-the-pans or whatever. Uh, and then, like last Monday, we found out that the special guest referee is going to be Christian, I've obviously Edge's longtime friend and partner uh, returning to be a special guest referee here tonight, Mikey. Very, very cool. I'm super excited. Yes. Um, obviously, lots of tension between Christian and Orton here. They as well have a long history between each other. Uh, you know, Christian's not doing like referee shenanigans. He's just sort of being up in Orton's face. He is respecting the 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 stripes, as it were. Um, he's not like just turning the match into a violent mess. He is a, still a good guy, so he's mm-hmm. going to respect the stripes, respect the role he's in. Yes, um, yes, yeah, yeah, gotta gotta call it down the middle, fair and square. But that doesn't mean Randy Orton is going to, because the finish no. of the match is Orton RKO's Keith Lee while he's up. He's not going for the pin. He RKO's Christian as well out of nowhere. Oh no. Uh, being annoyed with that Christian's refereeing and voices talking in his head and whatnot. Uh, Orton grabs two chairs uh, and attempts Uh a concerto to Keith Lee um, while the referee is down. Suddenly, Edge's music hits, and Edge runs down, neck brace and all, and spears Randy Orton. Wow. Uh, Keith Lee gets up and hits Orton with the big bang catastrophe. Christian crawls back into the ring for the count of three. Keith Lee retains the WWE Championship. 
Very cool, very cool. Big, big retention from Keith Lee here over a big name like Randy Orton. Uh, Edge coming out to make the save. Does Edge do the thing where he comes out in the neck brace, spears Orton, and stands up and like rips the neck brace off, and he's like, I'm fine! <laughs> he he doesn't do that, but I can tell you that post-match, uh, Edge helps up his friend Christian, and the two emotionally hug it out. Very um, nice. <laughs> uh, Edge goes and grabs Keith Lee's WWE Championship. Uh, you know, he's holding it, looking at it. He's l- holding it in front of Keith Lee. And he points at the WrestleMania sign. Royal Royal Rumble winner Edge has made it known. Keith Lee. Made his decision. Keith Lee. He gives the title to Keith Lee, and Edge and Christian both raise Keith Lee's hands. Very cool. Very cool. Love I love that reveal at the end of Christian coming out to save Keith of Edge coming out to save Keith Lee. Uh and then going to hand Keith Lee's title, but first he has to make it known that yo, Keith Lee, I'm coming for you. WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Edge versus Keith Lee for the WWE Championship. Very excited for that one. Ooh. Yes. Spicy. Yes. Spicy he- meatball. Yeah. Uh they've they've seemingly gotten past Randy Orton right now as of now. Uh and Edge is making it known that my focus still is WrestleMania for the title against you, Keith Lee. Um. There we go. We're setting setting that up, setting the stage. I love it. I love it. Speaking of setting the stage and figuring out number one contenders for titles, mm-hmm. Ryan, what do we got next? We got the Raw number one contenders women's for the number one contenders for the women's championship. It's a lot of mm-hmm. words, a lot of confusion. I get it wrong all the time. Elimination Chamber match featuring the likes of Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Peyton Royce, Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae, and Bailey. Very cool, very cool. Very nice, very sexy matchup there, in my opinion. Uh, the two p- women that are going to start the match off are going to be Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. Ooh, the blood feud. The blood feud that's been brewing, simmering for months. They, two start the match. Morgan gets the initial upper hand. And then, got to hit my button, speakers, boom, there, boom. <laughs> there it is. You gotta hit the button on time, baby. Ruby Riot comes out next. Um, okay. So we get that Liv Morgan Ruby Riot uh, Riot Squad interaction there. Very neat. They are going back and forth here. If someone else is coming out next, Ruby Riot gets the upper hand. And who is it going to be? Bailey comes out next as well. Awesome, awesome. So we got Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bailey, and Rhea Ripley in in this match right now. Yes, yeah, so I can be a little more coordinated with my soundboard when I <laughs> when I know what I'm what I'm prepping myself up for. Uh, uh, we don't have that all four of those women in that long because Liv Morgan eliminates Ruby Riot. Ah, oh, the the Riot Squad reunion was a bust. It was a bust. Um, Liv Morgan gets the win here. Uh, coming out next is Peyton Royce. All right. Peyton Royce uh, coming in. I'm very excited for that. So right now we have Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Peyton Royce, and Bailey. Peyton Royce and Bailey. Peyton Royce goes right after Bailey here. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. they have a feud as well. Yes, they, do. they two go back and forth. The timer hits. They got more people coming down. I wonder uh, who it could be. I believe this is the last person in the chamber, right? That last person is Candice LeRae. 
Uh, Whoa, who would have seen it coming? Who would have seen it coming, Michael Cole? Uh, she enters next to help out uh, Peyton Royce with going after Bailey. Uh, Lorray, uh, eventually lots of stuff happening. Bailey tries to escape by climbing the cage. Uh, Candice LeRae climbs the cage after Bailey. Candice LeRae does a Candice's Wild Ride, that swinging netbreaker off the chamber wall onto Woo! the floor. And Jesus el- and eliminates Bailey. Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hardcore Candice LeRae coming through. Yes, yes. Going Can- back to the old PWG Candice LeRae. Exactly Woof. right. Um, on top of this, Rhea Ripley will also eliminate Candice LeRae uh, from the matchup here. All right, all right. That's fair. Candice LeRae also took a took a pretty bad bump herself. <laughs> More interactions are happening. Uh, eventually, Liv Morgan eliminates Peyton Royce. All right, so that means the last two are Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, correct? Yes, the final two are the ones that started the match: Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan. The two. The blood feud continues. The blood feud continues, and it's that moment where uh, Liv Morgan eliminates Rhea, uh, Peyton Royce. Rhea Ripley's in the ring. They both re-enter the ring. They face each other. It's a mirror of the start of the match. The two stand in the ring, looking at each other. And hey, ding, 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 bells, let's go! Uh, it's like it's like they they look at each other and they just had that moment of realization. They're like, "This is how it's gonna end." Yeah, this exactly right. <laughs> like <is> that... <laughs> exactly right. Uh, and the two go for it. The two go at it. Uh, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. Did they do the old like? Did they do like the old like when they look at each other, see each other, and then like 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 when Ke- like when Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn used to see each other at all. Like, no matter what they were doing, they would just drop everything and just start a hockey fight. Uh, I think maybe like, we, just be like... <laughs> we might start that. We might start that, definitely. But definitely, you know, another basically, like, five-minute match, or, you know, like, five, ten-minute match. We continue this. It's just the two of them. Um, and eventually, the winner is going to be Rhea Ripley. All right. Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler. I love it. Yes. I love it. At WrestleMania, it is going to be Shayna Baszler versus Rhea Ripley. Um, right, Mikey, sick. thoughts on that? That's sick. What a great, what a great match this turned out to be. Candice LeRae Thank getting an absolutely bonkers spot off. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it felt important to the storyline for Candice LeRae to have a bonkers aggressive match, aggressive yeah. moment. And it yeah, didn't make, like, it didn't make I, sense for her to spear Bailey through a pod. <laughs> so I was, like, <laughs> I was like, what else could she do? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean that that makes sense. Uh, Candice's wild ride off the cage is kind of insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, absolutely brawling out the, probably the whole time. They start off the match and they end the match. Just this this blood feud continuing. Uh, it's it's great. Pey- Peyton Ro- Peyton Royce and Bailey also get, or Pey- yeah Peyton Royce and uh, Bailey also get into it. Was cool. Uh, the the Riot Squad stab in the back <laughs> from mm-hmm. Liv Morgan eliminating Ruby Riot. Mm-hmm. Uh, also very good. This whole match is just full of really big moments, and I think it's uh pretty memorable. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those one of those uh hit the books hit the books uh pay per view matches that we always remember. You know, it's gonna go down in the history books with the fatal four way Hell in a Cell. <laughs> I still like well, that was like one of our first big matches. I think it was like our first main mm-hmm. event we booked. That was like that was like us being like we could do whatever the fuck we <laughs> yeah, <want>. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a little freedom to we, it. Went, we went a little crazy with power in the beginning and yeah. we made matches like aj styles versus kevin owens versus drew mcintyre 
Who was the fourth one? Finn Balor wasn't in it. Uh, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, someone else. <laughs> Honestly, don't was remember. Was it Samoa Joe? No, no, it wasn't Samoa Joe. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. But yeah, I, I, if you're a longtime listener of the show, uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, Mikey, uh, at one point I did reveal my plans uh, mm-hmm. for this match. Uh, anyways, I, you did. My, you had the um, you got uh, uh, observed. Seth Rollins is who was in that. that the right. Fourth we had like what? Like what? Even it was for what? The Universal Champion, the WWE Championship. Like yep. It was. It was. What a what a how how crazy with power we went when we first started off this show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the freedom that it allowed. The, yeah, the freedom that we had was like we could do literally whatever we want, and yeah. we kind of did. That's true. That's true. Things um, went hog wild. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, if you're a long term listener, then I I believe it wasn't an alternate universe thing. I think it was in the show. I think it was like a pay-per-view review or something. I don't remember. That's what I said. I think I think you got observed. Yeah, I, I got observed, but I'm trying to remember. Bit. I believe it was in the show and not some sort of alternate universe recording. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I got reserved at one point, so I revealed that my plans from the beginning was Rhea Ripley to win here and go on to face Shayna Baszler at WrestleMania. Um, yeah, I, 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 some, it, I could have had the moment after being observed where I could have been like, well, people now know, and now I can swerve them and have someone else win and go after Baszler. But True. I think... It, reveal the, your plans. Nothing says you can't change them. Yeah, nothing says I can't change those plans. I just reveal the plans in the moment that I had was forced to reveal them. Um, but I didn't reveal them, or I didn't change those plans because I felt that this was still the more satisfying uh, answer, the still more satisfying match. I think Shayna Baszler and Rhea Ripley is a big match that I, I, in the history of booking Raw, I don't think I've done that match. I think maybe I've done them. I don't think I've done Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler once. Um, I think we, we we have in the universe. We talked. We had this conversation in in this show. I believe so. I, I, we we we've literally had this same conversation. I feel like. Oh no, we had the conversation about Shayna Baszler and Asuka. Yes. Um, My bad. No, that's fine. That's fine. I I don't remember ever booking it because my plan was always. Yeah, no, we, I don't think we have. My plan was always to have this as some sort of big match. Uh, the sort of and it, it, it definitely is, and I wanted it to be big. Um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I was trying to look it up to see if I can find some sort of answer. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's a my biggest match that I can put on. I've been building up Rhea Ripley all year, and also building up Sheena Baszler. Um, and you know, WrestleMania still got time to build up even more. Sheena Baszler is still the peak of this roster. Um, but we showed some, uh, with the Oscar match, I showed some, uh, I don't want to say chinks in the armor, but sort of, uh, she's not, maybe not the top, top peak, you know, Oscar's right there. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm, I'm going for it. I'm going for it. That's the goal at the very least is Shayna yeah. Baszler, Rhea Ripley. Yes. I'm, I'm very excited for Baszler, Rhea Ripley. It's going to be, it's going to be a very, very good WrestleMania match. According to like the the Ocelot ranking things that they have, if we have that match light right now, 
based on all the matches and her win streak of Shayna Baszler and everything and who she's beaten, uh, uh, Rhea Ripley has a 24% chance of winning. Ooh. It is... I like those odds. I'll take those odds. Uh, Rhea Ripley. And, uh, and to I be fair, like, that's before this pay-per-view where she beats a bunch of people. So well, we'll I, see. I feel like I feel like right now what you're doing, the Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler storyline is like the equivalent of Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Like a champion who's held the title forever. Mm-hmm. We build, we're building up a star to, to take them on. Um and now, and in terms like like we had Randy Orton held that tight, held that Universal Title for months and months and months, um, and now we're we, you're building up uh, Rhea Ripley uh, to take it from to possibly take it from Shayna Baszler. Yeah, that's the goal. That is definitely the goal. Um, but the matter the the question is, will it happen? Only you can find out by subscribing to the podcast feed. Um, yes, and that is well, it for this pay-per-view oh no the lights are going off what's happening now that is it for this pay-per-view but then of course uh the lights go out uh then they come back on the ref has been switched out for somebody in a black polo shirt um and the (laughs) The referee has uh, been switched out with a black polo shirt just sitting in the middle of the ring no one no one wearing it (laughs) uh and of course we have the unsanctioned match for the Universal Championship between yes. Sami Zayn and The Fiend. Yes, we do. Sami Zayn versus The Fiend, Universal title match, unsanctioned. Literally mm-hmm. anything goes. I'm excited for yes. it. Uh, Sami Zayn comes out in like uh, in like street fight attire, like uh, jeans, a t-shirt, hands all taped up. Hey, this is not a street fight. What the hell is he wearing jeans for? This is not a street fight. Because it's unsanctioned. Fight. You're unsanctioned, sir. <laughs> I'll have you they know. Wear, they can wear whatever the hell they want. <laughs> They don't have to wear gear. <laughs> um, and the fiend come. The fiend enters in the usual fiend fashion of the Bray Wyatt head lantern. The 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 sickest theme, probably the sickest theme song around right now. Um, and and uh, just just what the fiend usually wears, <laughs> being being all scary. For some reason, uh, I feel like it would be scarier if the fiend was wearing jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, that scares me more. Uh, yeah, the fiend, the fiend comes out in those uh, the pinstripe pants, the black, the the, the black uh, t- tank top, mm-hmm. uh, and is and yeah, we have this fight that's been building again for months. Uh, Sami Zayn got captured by the fiend uh, for disrespecting Bray Wyatt and the fiend at the same time. Uh, and he, he, Sami Zayn was stuck in the funhouse for a while. Uh, and finally made made his big escape, but he's he it, it's it's kind of a redemption story here for Sami Zayn because he he says he's not he's not proud of the shit he had to do to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not proud of having hit the fiend with his car or smashed the, the vase over Bray Wyatt's head. He's not proud of how he won the, the the championship, but now that he has it, he wants to be an honorable champion and have respect for the fans and respect for his opponents and. Sami Zayn's trying to get on the up and up, but first he has to go to the lowest lows to take out the fiend. Uh, yeah, and the fiend wants Sami Zayn. Uh, not not only wants the universal championship, but also, uh, Sami Zayn said if 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 the fiend wins today, the fiend will will get Sami Zayn's soul. Ooh, so another yeah. soul match. <laughs> yeah, 
The so, classic uh, soul match. You know, the, the new stipulation for all matches in WWE, the soul. Just also the souls on the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but this one, uh, this one is brutal. Sami Zayn has to go to some scary lengths to try yeah. to take the Fiend out, and the Fiend also goes to some scary lengths to take Sami Zayn out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the end, Sami Zayn does come out on top, retaining his Universal Championship and defeating the Fiend. There we go. Uh, I told you beforehand, this wasn't a match that I, I necessarily would like. I, I didn't see the Fiend winning. I saw Sami Zayn winning, but it's one of those, like, you know, you've talked about this is sort of maybe that long-term thing of going from Sami Zayn heel to Sami Zayn face, going literally through the devil, you know, through fire, through mm-hmm. hell. We talked about Karrion Cross being like a, a demon, Karrion Cross being that sort of a, uh, angel of hell of Scarlet and everything. Well, I would argue mm-hmm. the fiend is the devil. Um, yes, is, you know he is that. So uh, you know, fighting those de- those demons, fighting the devil, uh, going through hell itself. Uh, I imagine this match had bunch of also fiend nonsense of him putting his hands up, and putting them down. There was fire, like he's some sort of king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like there was there was definitely points where Sami Zayn like goes through a door and ends up in like a pre-recorded segment, like. <laughs> He 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 ends this up in a match movie is just theater. a mix of like live and pre recorded segments. What well, about that? He ends up in a movie theater and he watches a pre recorded segment of him getting beaten up by the fiend. <laughs> He's like, Oh no, what a very surrealist yeah. episode of um, Extreme Rules here. Or what are we watching? Yeah. Elimination Chamber. Definitely definitely some weird uh some weird uh supernatural stuff goes down from the from the fiend for sure. Uh but I, I I think Sami Zayn wins this one by by doing I think he does the old like drive a forklift, put a pallet down on top of Fiend mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to make sure he doesn't escape. Yeah, you have to put him down. Well, I mean, maybe maybe he tries that, but the Fiend escapes because he turns the lights the on. The Fiend like punches through the pallet. Oh my god, that's terrifying! <laughs> that's legit terrifying. Imagine just I. You know what? We're doing that. Yes, please. Sami Zayn tries to tries to pin the fiend, the, just, tries to pin the fiend by putting a pallet on top of him with a forklift, and the fiend just like punches through the pallet and like grabs Sami Zayn. Oh my god! Terrifying! Uh, Terrifying! I, honestly, I I didn't have an ending spot in mind for this one. I kind of just wanted to leave that up to whoever's listening. No, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's fine. Think, I think 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 about think about what Sami Zayn would have to do to put the fiend down, and whatever whatever you think, that's what he does. Yeah, you know I, it. It's uh, up to theater of the mind. Yes, no. I, I think that the ultimate uh, thing that needs to be said though is that Sami Zayn does get the win here. Yes, um, yeah. Sami Zayn does end up getting the win, retaining his Universal Championship, and uh, ho- hopefully putting the Fiend behind him. Yeah, that's the ultimate question, right? You know, who with the Fiend behind Sami Zayn? Mm-hmm. Um, what is? next for Sami Zayn obviously what's next for the fiend but what is next for the universal champion Sami Zayn yeah uh like I said Sami Zayn for for me it has the the face turn here like I like had that face turn and is kind of in the point where they have to where he has to he realized that before he starts climbing to the top first he has to hit rock bottom you yeah know? yeah no that makes sense I like that and like that, uh, like because of the fiend's character you're able to do that without him losing a bunch of matches you're exactly. just able, you know, he's also the champion, so that would be bad if he lost a bunch of matches. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't be the champion anymore. 
but it, it, having him like go through that and get you know abducted and all this other stuff torture and all these other things i think is important to tell that story and that's the story he's told and i think it was a good story yes and now and now that Sami Zayn's, like i said is on the up and up and he's not trapped in the fun the fun house i could do more with the universal championship coming with wrestlemania coming up uh which was always the plan you know yeah, no, I'm I'm intrigued about who will challenge Sami Zayn next. Um, I know exactly who it is. Okay, Shelton Benjamin getting the claw. <laughs> I'd love to see it. I shouldn't have traded him. <laughs> I'm, I'm the fool. Uh, there we go. Elimination Chamber in the books, Mikey. Um, you we've sort of alluded to this maybe off mic as well, but not I, maybe a safe pay per view overall. I, yeah, you know we we, we we said it in the beginning. We knew we said I think we said it before we started recording that it, it's it's definitely very safe. Yes, there wasn't a single title change on this entire episode, um, but I think despite that, we both went for moments in story versus moments of title changes and stuff like that. Um, you know, you know, building up Rhea Ripley, Sheena Baszler, the Keith Lee edge moment, Sami Zayn defeating the fiend, carrying cross, defeating Braun Strowman in a casket match. Uh, those sort of things that we wanted to build on and have as a foundation moving into WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. I, we I, like, like uh, it, 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 I agree with that. Like it, it may have been safe, but I think it was safe in a good way because like you said, we had this, we built this strong foundation for WrestleMania coming up and we built a lot of great we we, had, we built a lot of great matches. Uh some stars started shining through. We had we have some uh a, a universal championship that's now again back on the card for yeah uh, which which is a, another goal that that people on the SmackDown roster could achieve to, to try to strive towards now that Sami Zayn is is gone. That's um true. Yeah, no that's true. Uh we, I, th- I think I think we built a very solid foundation for WrestleMania coming up. Yeah, I like it. Um, the question is now, Mikey, is whether or not that foundation will hold. Uh, because, like the end of every pay per view, maybe not the Royal Rumble because it was a very long episode, we forgot to do it. Um, like every pay per view, we end with uh, the randomizer. Uh, we say yes. that this show is the most realistic fancy booking show in the world. The way we do that is over a randomizer. We have a list of like 40 options from injuries, from uh, storyline changes, from. Um, uh, nagging injuries, recoveries, uh, cutting matches, call-ups, what name you, a bunch of different options. Um, and Mikey, we're going to – we obviously, we don't have a poll here on our typical show every Friday. Uh, we have a poll during the weekend where you can vote on whose card was better. We don't have a poll here for this pay-per-view, so we're going to hit the chamber. Uh, we're going to close the chamber on each other and duke it out and have the randomizer decide what's going to happen to both of our shows. Yes, we both. Uh, it's a it's a pay per view. It's a special episode, so we're doing a special randomizer where we both hit each other, uh, and make each Ooh. other's lives even more miserable. Ooh, I got a I got a fun one. I got a fun juicy one, but Let's I don't know see if you like. I got. My randomizer is working. I also have it. I have an interesting one. Okay. All right. You want to go first? Uh, you want me to go first? You know what? You have the juicy one. Mine's like fine. I'll go first. Okay. You you, you save yours. Yours is good. I have a fair trade again. <laughs> I'll take have, Shelton Benjamin have, we back then. We're, we're going to have a conversation. I'll take Shelton Benjamin back then. <laughs> we're going to have a conversation here about who who gets traded. Uh, yeah. No, we are definitely going to have a conversation uh, about it. Um, okay, so 
Let's talk about it. Uh, anyone yeah. that you're thinking you want to get rid of or really want from the Raw roster? A person I really want to get rid of, because I have no idea what the hell to do with them, is The Miz. <laughs> I am stuck on The Miz. I have not been able to come up with a good storyline <laughs> for The Miz. I, I have been trying to damn this because I haven't been using The Miz at all. No. And I cannot do anything good. Because The Miz's character just feels so stale at this point. No, I agree. It's he's just been the same thing forever that it's just like I don't know what to do with this. All the it feels like all the stories of the Miz have been told. Done. Yeah, it's like uh the It's rough. It's rough. The comparable people to the Miz of a trade are either um Bobby Lashley, uh (laughs) which probably isn't happening. No. (laughs) No, I'm not trading Bobby Lashley. Or Apollo Cruz. Uh which also (laughs) would not be happening. I don't know where One Nation would be on this list. However, <clears throat> they actually might be around here as well. So One Nation as a tag team apparently are comparable to The Miz. I would disagree with that rating system. But according to this, that's what it says. Um, the Miz is overvalued is what I would argue. Um, but we still have to agree. So, you know, let's see what it is. Um, is there anyone that I really want on my... Cruster. Hmm. <laughs> I'm looking at it to see what do, what am I really missing? What am I really sort of missing? And honestly, this might be a bold uh, pitch to you, Mikey. But I, something I feel like I'm missing is just like a face, a uh, low card person. A face low card person. You know what I mean? Like someone mm-hmm. someone that can just be there and take pins for me when I need them to take pins for me. So you're saying you want Kalisto? Take, take Kalisto and get Lindsay Dorado back. Or you get Grand Malik and do Lucha House Party and get a tag team out of that. That's true. You want That's the true. dirty dog? I can give you the dirty dogs. <laughs> The dirty dogs. Oh boy, I, 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 I am. I was struggling for tag teams. Clearly, when I, when I had to, I had to bust out Ray and Dominic Mysterio on Friday. <laughs> um, let's see. Who would be? Do you have anyone on your roster that is a crappy face uh, person? Uh, right now we got uh, Jeff Hardy, Dominic Mysterio, Titus O'Neil, Kalisto. Uh, I don't. I don't use a lot of my faces very well. I'm realizing. I feel like yeah. Well, I feel like it's not just that, but I feel like you have a lot of low card faces, but not a lot of mid card faces. Yeah, especially if you turned Kevin Owens heel and Sami Zayn, which I face. did, and I forgot to change that. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is now face, so the it, it, so the, the list stays even here. Yeah, um, but even with that, it is sort of like you don't have a lot of like who will ch- who from the face side challenges Kevin Owens, you know. I mean, I have, I have one, I have one idea for Kevin Owens, and I'm gonna ride it. <laughs> <laughs> I have one feud, I have one Intercontinental Title feud in the bank for Owens, and it's spoiler alert, it's Mastiff. <laughs> and I'm gonna ride that to Mania, baby. <laughs> That's fair. So I would argue you might need another mid card contender for a title. I may consider giving you Reed and Ruas. 
Reed and Ruoff. Oh, thank you for giving me someone who's <laughs> injured until after WrestleMania. I appreciate that. But it comes with Bronson Reed. Hmm. How long is Ruoff injured? Uh, great question. Great question. Uh, he's because, like I said, I am. I, I clearly on SmackDown. I love tag teams. I mm-hmm. love having tag teams. I love having a good tag team division. So I'm not. I'm not saying I wouldn't take just Bronson Reed. But I, I would like to have that team dynamic because I love building my tag team. Okay, well, he's injured until May 3rd. <laughs> oh, boy, what a, what an enticing deal you make. So it sounds like, well, okay, well, then. How do we do this deal? Bronson, Reed, and Ruas, 235, a comparable person would be... Uh, New Day, Samoa Joe, who's not in on this list anymore. We'll, we'll leave Samoa Joe out of this one. Samoa Joe is on. Samoa Joe is now on commentary for SmackDown. Yes. Uh, Naomi, uh, Roderick Strong. Um, Miz. <laughs> um. Let's see. I'm trying to think. What do you? 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 Do you Hmm. Do I, I don't want to take Miz. I'm going to say, honestly, if you want to make this trade, I'll get rid of Miz. <laughs> it's the Miz oh, healer just, I, face. Oh, I don't even know what he is. It sucks, too, because the Miz, it's not that the Miz is bad. The Miz is very good at what he does. It's just he's so stale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like like you said, it's just like, it's not, it's not Miz's fault. It's just our, I feel like it's kind of our fault because it's just like everything to be done with Miz has been done. Well, you we've know. also grown up with The Miz. And it's the same thing while, like, Randy Orton sometimes hard to do. But Randy Orton obviously has more of that legend status on top of it. But it's just, like, we've yeah. sort of grown up with The Miz. Yeah, we watched, we watched the Miz same go from, like, person. a fedora-wearing idiot to, like... Yeah. It feels like <laughs> with, he's with a been... It's been... It feels like he's been the same person for... The same character for, like, a decade, just with different paint. He, he's had He's had his face runs, which were good. He had like one face run and it did and not, it was, and it wasn't that bad. Which what face run? The one with the uh, Ric Flair and everything, or the Shane one in our McMahon. universe? Oh yeah, I guess that was fine. That was that weird. Was, I would say that wasn't that bad. Yeah, I guess that wasn't bad. I was, I was kind of into that storyline. Yeah, but then he went back to heel. It was, it was weird when they started bringing his dad into it, but otherwise, <laughs> hey, we got memes out of it. So that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> He did get very convinced out of it. You're right. Um, uh, yeah, like like Miz, Miz has had some good face runs. Like like Miz has been like Miz has changed here and there. But it, it, the thing is, Miz will ultimately go back to that like 2011 Miz, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that dirt sheet, faux hawk, yeah, fedora, weird bedazzled shorts, Miz. <laughs> so who do you want? <laughs> what are we? What are we doing here? Miz wearing the the WWE Championship with the W with the with the W turned around permanently. Yeah. yeah. What What are we doing here? Ah. Uh, so you're willing to get? So let's go back to who you're willing to trade. You said Reed and Ruas. Willing to trade Reed and Ruas. Reed and Ruas. Willing to trade Gulak. Uh, Dorado. Nice. Let's let's know. talk about let's talk about Drewy Gooks. Drewy Gooks. 
What about Drewy Gooks? I'm always into Drewy Gooks. I'm always into I'm always into having Drewy Gooks. I like having Drewy Gooks around because Drewy Gooks is always a competitor. He'll always put on solid matches, and I feel like Drewy Gooks can easily slot into a storyline with like almost anybody. Mm-hmm. And I can trade Drewy Gooks for Jeff Hardy. That's not. I don't mind that. Well, obviously you don't mind Jeff Hardy, according to your Ocelot ranking. I don't know. Uh, you, you, you're the one who suggested it. Jeff Hardy, according to the Ocelot ranking, is last, <laughs> dead last. Uh, Jeff Hardy is in the same spot as the Miz, right? It's like we grew up with Jeff Hardy. We don't know what to do with Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy has been the same character forever. Like, uh, Jeff Hardy is dead last on SmackDown's like win loss mattering record and drew gulak is last on raws it's it would not matter to switch them like i said uh jeff hardy has been he has the same problem Uh, same thing with Rey mysterio it's like it's like all the people we grew up with are hard to use because we grew up with them you know yeah no i get you hmm i'll trade i'll 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 take jeff hardy all right, let's let's do let's do Drew Gooks for Jeff Hardy. Yeah, it's it. it, it who cares? <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those it's one of those trades. It's what just you like, don't know is that Drew Gooks is going to be the next Intercontinental Champion, baby. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, <laughs> Drewy Gooks. Um, no, yeah, I think it's fine. I, I'm. It's like I said, they're they're not. Neither of them are great. Neither of them are great standing on a roster. So who cares? We'll just trade them. But it's time for me to build up Drewy Gooks. Yes, please. Can you give me a challenge for Kevin Owens? Um, I feel like because I think the difference between Drewy Gooks and Jeff Hardy is that Drewy Gooks is still fresh, mm-hmm. while Jeff Hardy is, you know, he's Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Yep. So I got the randomizer uh, result for me for I guess yes. for you, Mike. You, you have you have you have an interesting one. You said you have a spicy one. Let's hear it. Yes, we spoke about it earlier. Um, in regards to me, but for you, it's time. That you've been observed. I've been observed? You've been observed. Reveal. Oh, no. Res- reveal <laughs> one result of an upcoming planned pay per view match um, or a storyline or sort of like what do you. What's, what, reveal your plans, basically. <sighs> okay. So I, I get to choose uh, a planned match and it's at a pay per view. So usually this is the idea is the result of a planned pay per view match, but obviously the only things we have planned right now are kind of wrestlemania fast lane which aren't even announced yet but that still works so you you can you can be like what's your wrestlemania plans baby yeah i believe i believe you asked me what my plan is at wrestlemania for the raw women's championship yes so Uh, you can throw it right back at me here uh what let me see what's the best pick for so right now if you right now my champions if you if that helps at all are uh, Sasha Banks with the SmackDown Women's Championship, Kevin Owens with the Intercontinental Championship, Sami Zayn with the Universal Championship, Morrison and Andrade with the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, and Tony Storm and Piper Niven with the Women's Tag Team Championships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my question for you is, what is your plans in regards to? the intercontinental title at wrestlemania the intercontinent i was not expecting you to say that i was expecting you to ask me about Sami Zayn. no 
Hmm. In the Intercontinental title. So the the plan here is um to build up ultimately to Kevin Owens versus Mastiff mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's the that's gonna be the mania match. Uh I'm gonna like the build up is gonna be Mastiff is upset at Owens uh for for unfairly winning for unfairly retaining his title in his open challenge um and then like kind of uh quietly canceling the open challenge uh, mm-hmm. after that yeah uh so uh Dave Massive wants revenge on Owens and it's going to build it's going to be a Kevin Owens Mastiff feud and that's going to be the big mania match that's my plans for the Intercontinental Championship right now and you don't have a winner in mind yet. The winner, I, the winner I had in mind, is Mastiff mm-hmm. for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, ultimately, Mastiff was going to beat Kevin Owens, and then Kevin Owens was going to be. I guess I don't. I don't technically have to say this, but I'm gonna. Kevin Owens, after losing his Intercontinental Championship, was going to be pushed onto Sami Zayn, of course, because I can't. I can't refuse that. <laughs> Makes sense. I think you revealed way more than I've asked, I believe. Exactly. Uh, like I, I can't I can't refuse Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn for the Universal Championship. Come on, it's right there. Well that makes that brings up a question for me is that last time when we traded Murphy, you said that you had sort of conjectural plans in regards to Murphy, Rollins, and Mastiff. Now that Murphy was a face. How did how would the have that affected Mastiff's WrestleMania so- match? I kind of, I kind of brought it up a little bit. It was going to be Kevin Owens in the long run was going to be revealed to be working with Seth Rollins. Ooh. Um, yeah, I'm asking, Seth- like, I'm asking that question because now it all ulti- it really doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, it really doesn't. But my plan was, my plan with that was going to be, it was going to be revealed that Kevin Owens was going to be working with Seth Rollins and uh, Buddy, uh, Buddy Murphy and Mastiff were going to reunite as a tag team to to try to stop them and try to get Dave Mastiff this Intercontinental Championship mm-hmm. uh basically w- while making sure like while while having each other's backs against this team of Orton and Rollins mm-hmm. uh, not Orton and Rollins um Owens and Rollins uh to 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 stop the shenanigans you know yeah no that makes sense okay no yeah that makes sense and then eventually Mastiff, they all win. They beat the team, and then Mastiff challenges Owens for the title. Exactly. Mm, that was that. Were probably would have been the fast fast lane match. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been. Oh, the fast lane match was going to be uh, Mastiff and Murphy versus Owens and Rollins. And if Mastiff <laughs> and Murphy win, they get the uh, Mastiff gets his title match at Mania. So what you're saying is, is that I ruined your fast lane match, and I revealed your Intercontinental WrestleMania match. Yes, but I, I I'm kind of okay with you doing that because, like I said, it it kind of puts pressure on me to come up with something a little more creative and not and not just go back to like an old well of this uh, this feud between Murphy Murphy Mastiff and Rollins. Yeah, um, intermix it, it kinda, intermix kinda, more with more people. Exactly, and it lets me build Mastiff as a single star. You know, and yeah. I don't have to. Mastiff and Murphy are no longer tied together, so it lets me build Mastiff being this this star on his own. Yeah. So I I think I'm I, I was I was that's why I was kind of more okay with trading Murphy because I was like, yeah, you know, I can make this work. Like it wasn't like like it it could have been a cool storyline, but like I think I like just Mastiff and Owens just buttonheads. You know. Yeah, I like that. I think it makes sense. 
Um, okay then. I was it, 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 it kind of for me it like kind of feels like um I know I know this is gonna sound bad, because uh, the Owen's previous challengers weren't awful challengers, but it kind of feels like uh Owens is finally picking on someone his own size a little bit. I see. I see. No, yeah, I like it. I yeah, I, I when I was thinking about what to ask you, I was thinking about Sami Zayn. I was thinking about um, honestly, I was thinking about the Fiend. I was like, well, do you have any plans for the Fiend or I do Cross? actually. Oh, interesting. Or even I was thinking like Finn Balor Styles. Was like, what do you have any plans for them? Um, yes. the women's title stuff. I was like, uh, who won it? Bianca. We kind of we kind of know where that's going. Yeah, Sony, yeah, De- Sony, we, Deville. Uh, Sony, Sony has already made her her proclamation that at WrestleMania it's going to be Shayna. Uh, it's going to not Shayna Baszler. It's going to be uh, if if obviously Sasha Banks lost the title by then, it's going to be Sasha Banks versus mm-hmm. uh, Shay- uh, Sony, Sony Deville. Deville. <laughs> so many S names. <laughs> no, I get you. I get you. Very similar gimmicks too. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. I like it. Uh, well, there we go, folks. That is a, a, a eventful pay-per-view episode here on Hit the Books. Uh, huge Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Uh, not a lot of, uh, like we said, not a lot of title changes, not any title changes, but at the very least a lot of momentum heading into WrestleMania now. And that's what you paid for, nine ninety nine. Uh, next pay per view is going to be Fastlane. Oh, Network. Um, speaking speaking of next pay per view is going to be Fastlane on the Peacock NBC Network. <clears throat> so we'll get ready for that. Uh, we'll have a new character going after the twenty four seven title instead of the gobbledygooker. It's going to be happens, a... what happens to my WWE champion my WWE Network subscription. Uh, look into it because I'm fairly certain the idea is that it gets just it transfers over to a Peacock subscription. Thing. Gotcha, but you should look into that. Uh, I should, <laughs> but uh, no, we're gonna have a new character instead of Gobbledygooker. It's gonna be some sort of peacock character. Um, <laughs> yep, uh, Penelope Peacock. Yes, uh, g- yeah. I don't want even. What is a gooker, anyways? Uh, <laughs> Probably. It sounds racist, so I'm not even gonna go into it. <laughs> I typed in gooker, and the first thing that came up was a Gobbledygooker. So I think that's all it is. Um. <laughs> It sounds like a slur, though. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound great. Um, but nonetheless, that is it. Um, we had some trades. We had some reveals of what's happening down the line. And we got Fastlane and more shows ahead of us. I think we have... How many shows do we have before Fastlane? Anyways, we got one, two, three, four shows before Fastlane, Mikey. And then we got the two-night WrestleMania event. Too big for one night, baby. Um, so there we go. Anything to plug, Mikey? Uh, yeah, go check out Independent Waters every Wednesday, where me and Zach Matisse are taking you through the independent wrestling scene. If you're into that, uh, we bring back we, we you go into the indie, we call it the Indie Waters, and we bring back treasures for you to watch. Uh, and we we give them our own review of on the uh the met the miss out met or mark out scale. So go check that out if you're into indie wrestling. Uh, I think you'll like it. Yes, definitely go check that out. Um, go check out Indie Waters and check out all the shows they're on the Count Out Network we got a bunch of shows How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling Your Dose of Death G1 and Only of course Independent Waters and Anne Hit the Books uh, more shows to eventually hopefully come um, we also have go to our website countoutpod.com we have uh, articles that we write as well um, before the actual Elimination Chamber if I got my butt together there should be a preview article about Elimination Chamber uh, on the website there as well. So you can go check that out uh, on the website, Count Out Pod. Um, my, I think that's it. 
I think that's it. That's all we have. <laughs> I had to remember. remember uh, go real quick. follow us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod. Yes, subscribe. Leave a review on iTunes on Apple Podcasts. If you can leave a five star review, we would obviously greatly appreciate that. Um, you know, five star reviews are important. It helps more people find the show, and obviously, we would love you even more. It's on in our universe, it's Valentine's Day right now, so we would mm-hmm. appreciate it. We love you all as well. We should just say that we love you guys. Uh, Spreading the love on Valentine's Day. We love you all. Um, we love you know that you're here with us um every single week and we just you know want to just make it make it known make it clear make it known to the universe um so yes thank you so much we'll see you next time next time on the regular scheduled friday episode of hit the books until then we've got two words for you book it This has been a Countout Podcast.